and welcome back to Too Smart for This. It's your host, Alexis Barber, and I'm so excited to be back on the mic. I haven't sat down and recorded things for a while, and today I kind of want to talk about why, but I don't really want to get too into it. I don't really know. I do want to start by saying that Sunday solo episodes are simply, although they are my favorite thing to record, which I told you every time I do them, I can't keep up with it. And I hate leaving you high and dry every Sunday, you know? So I just wanted to give you that little scheduling update. I am having a great time here at Wharton, but it is way more work and way more obligations than I could have ever imagined. So I'm scaling back on that because I have to, because I'm choosing myself, you know what I mean? And that's the theme for today's episode. I was reflecting a little bit because I've been going through a really big life change And I was thinking a little bit about how the theme of my last like year has been being really selfish and being really unapologetic about choosing myself. This has been something that I've been confused about and something that I have sort of struggled with my whole life as like a people pleaser and a perfectionist and somebody who wants to be perfect and liked by everybody, but also has specific goals and is very picky and high maintenance. I've struggled for a long time with how to actually do this for myself, and it kind of just all became clear to me when I was thinking about how I've been going about my life for the past few months, starting in January. So I want to tell you a little bit about how I started picking myself and choosing me and how you can sort of implement that into your own life today, too. So in the last year, I have left my job ended friendships, ended relationships, gone through a huge physical transformation. And I'm going to tell you how and why I did that. First of all, I have, at the end of last year, I had kind of had a pretty terrible 2022. I really just wasn't feeling good. And I was like, I can't believe I'm 24 years old. Like I thought that my 20s were going to be so amazing. And they're just like not right now. And so I was like, I need to make a couple of really drastic changes if I want to have the like dream 20s that I dreamed up for myself because I will never get this decade back. You know what I mean? So that started really with when I was diagnosed with depression. I mean, we talked about that on the podcast before. And then when I decided to get my birth control removed. And this for me was such a major moment in my life because if you all don't know, I have MS which means that I have a lot of experience going to doctors and feeling really uncomfortable and having a ton of medical trauma and anxiety. So for me to go to a doctor and tell them to do something or ask them to do any sort of procedure is really hard for me. But I was not healthy. I was feeling terrible mentally. I was feeling terrible physically too. And I just couldn't do it anymore. So for me, making that choice And going to the doctor's office and being like, this is what I'm doing was such a major deal for me. That is sort of what sort of set everything off for me where I was like, wait, I want to make a change and I can. And of course I knew that before and I've always been dedicated to self-development and I've changed my life and done drastic things in the past for sure. But this one was different because it was purely for me. It wasn't for what someone else would think of me. It wasn't for anything for anybody else. I mean, getting off birth control Like it didn't serve, I mean, other people, you know what I mean? And it purely served me and it made such a change in my mental health and in my physical health that I was like, wow, this was so major for me. I mean, I know you all have noticed my weight loss, which I think is is something I just 
am not super comfortable talking about because I never want to, first of all, I don't know if I'm going to be this weight for the rest of my life. I'm not particularly happy with my body at the moment. So there's that, but also there's other reasons that have contributed to my weight loss, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But I noticed that um, go, like the aftermath of this decision and how much better I felt and making a choice for me was so life-changing for me that I just started applying it to other parts of my life. This kind of started though with deciding what I wanted. And like I said, I had had a dream for what my 20s would look like where I would be having a lot of fun, going out with my friends, traveling a ton, experiencing new things. And I sort of stayed in that vision and thought about what I really wanted for a long time. I mean, the first quarter of the year, January, February, March, like there were no big transformations really happening. Like I just was like thinking so much about what I genuinely wanted. And that was really important for me to spend that time with myself, just like visualizing and thinking. And around that time is also when I chose to leave my job. And I didn't have to leave my job early. I could have stayed for a couple more months, but we talked about in previous episodes why I made that choice for myself. And it was so transformative for me, like to leave this job and to learn so much more about myself. And I told you all about how I struggled with being a full-time content creator, how I decided to do things and what it was like for me in that situation, but I learned so much about myself and that's really what mattered. And so at this point in time, what I was really thinking about was unapologetically deciding that what I actually wanted for myself was something that I could have. For example, taking control of my health or feeling good in my body. I didn't, I thought I was always going to have to suffer from my period. I thought I was always going to have to suffer from my MS or from being on birth control, like, and that I was never going to look the way I wanted, that I was always just going to feel bad. But I was like, if I actually could have anything I want right now, I would want to feel good in my body. I would want a painless period. I would want to feel, you know, healthy mentally and not be depressed. And allowing myself to want that, it takes a lot more work than you would think. So if I'm in your shoes right now, the first thing I'm doing when I'm choosing myself is choosing to allow myself to want what I genuinely want because I don't always do that. And every time I have just admitted to myself I want something, I usually get it within a couple months. When I admitted to myself that I wanted to be an influencer a couple years ago, I had a lot of trouble doing this because I like had this idea that influencers were dumb and I didn't want to be seen as stupid, <laughs> which is funny looking back at it now. Um, but I admit that to myself and I became a full-time, or not a full-time, but I became an influencer that was making money very soon after. Um, admitting to myself that I wanted to leave my job at Google very quickly happened after that. Admitting to myself that I wanted to be healthy and feel good in my body and like not be depressed anymore, got that birth control out. It just inspires you to take action. So I also think that it is hard to decide what you want because sometimes it feels like everything is like if you make a decision now, it's going to be permanent. If there's anything I've learned over the past few years of my 20s, it's that nothing is permanent. Everything feels very permanent when you're an undergrad and when you're in high school because people are saying the decisions you make now have a huge impact on you long term. And that's true, but you can always get out of things and you can always change things. That's what I, I mean, it's 100% true. You can always switch things up. It's so important to decide what you want right now and stop apologizing for it. And it will clearly come to you as soon as you do that. The other thing I did when choosing myself was in my relationships. 
I am not particularly like ready to talk about this, but I do want you all to understand where I've been coming from with my inconsistencies and with my content recently and even with this episode, but I'm no longer in a relationship and it's been a very hard past couple weeks slash months. Yeah, it's been very hard, but I am so insanely proud of myself for choosing me over the past, at, at the end of this relationship because for so much of the last six years, I wasn't. And I was settling in ways that I shouldn't have been settling. And I was, I had a great relationship with an incredible person, but it wasn't the perfect relationship for me. And when I shared this with my friends, the main thing that all of them said was, I am so proud of you for choosing you. I'm not ready to talk about the breakup publicly or discuss what happened or anything like that, but what I learned from it and what has been so transformative for me is that you have to use data to make decisions sometimes, and that's the best way that you can put yourself first because a lot of times we use our feelings to make decisions, and a lot of times we are thinking, oh, well, if it, I can figure this out or I can do this or it's not that bad. But when you're spending time with yourself and you're deciding what you want, you have to think a little bit more critically when, and be honest with yourself if you actually want to make changes and get to that new state. For me, it was even I'll use a friendship as an example because I don't want to talk about my relationship yet. In my friendships, I would have multiple times, I, I would usually give someone a pass if they bothered me the first time. And then if it consistently happened again, even though my natural instinct is to want to make things work, I want to see the best in everybody. I want to be friends with everybody. I don't want there to be problems. I would be like, okay, like I'll just like, keep dealing with this. But I started at the beginning of my time at Wharton when we were learning a little bit more about about like leadership and stuff like that. Wharton is a very quantitative heavy school. Like it's very focused on math and numbers, which is very annoying for someone like me sometimes, but it's still also very, you know, real and helpful. And using data to make decisions became helpful for me because I was like, wait, like if someone does this to me multiple times and I'm still letting it slide, I'm the problem. And it takes me back to a great piece of advice that I got in high school, which I I fear I've had to learn multiple times throughout my life, this lesson. Don't expect things from people that you know they can't give. That is just wrong. It's wrong on, it's hurting you. It's hurting them. If you know somebody can't do something or can't show up for you and you're still expecting them to, you're dumb. It's clown behavior. You can't do that anymore because at that point, you are setting yourself up for pain. And I would do that in friendships where I was like, oh, well, I know this girl. She's just insecure. She's just jealous. I feel bad for her. I'm still going to hang out with her. No, because then she still is being mean to me. I'm still having a bad time with her. And she's still not learning about herself because she hasn't experienced any consequences of no longer having me as a friend. There, that showed up in my relationship too. And something that really helped me with this was journaling and looking back at my journal entries. Because I feel like when I looked back at my journal entries about how I was feeling over the past like months, 
years, etc. And I could see how many data points I had when having a conversation about are we going to try again or not? That was so helpful for me to go back and say, you know what? Yes, like I actually have been feeling this way so many times and I'm not going to and I'm starting to lose respect for myself because I have all this data pointing to something and I'm still not doing anything about it. So using data to make decisions about how to choose yourself is so important because of course you want to continue hanging around that family member that disrespects you because you love them. Of course you still want to be friends with someone or still stay at a job because you are feel committed to that career or the people around there. But you have to look at the actual whole hard facts sometimes and that's the only way that you can snap yourself out of being engaged in something that no longer serves you. The Last thing that I think I did that really helped me choose myself over the past year is that I stopped arguing for my limitations. And I think like if you grow up in an oppressed group or low income or as a woman or really anything, a lot of us are fed a victim mindset from the beginning. And I sometimes would fall into that of like, I'm a victim because of this, because of this, because of this. I mean, I've got a lot going against me, but at the same time, I have a lot going for me. And I realized that once I realized I could change my health, once I realized I could change my career trajectory, once I realized I could build my own business, I feel like I kind of recognized that like the only thing that holds you back are the things that you think are holding you back. The only things that you think are getting in your way are the things you let get in your way. And you can always do the work. You can always learn something new. You can always get around a hurdle as long as you're not arguing for that hurdle to be there. So I think like a big part of this was in influencing. In the beginning of influencing in like 2021, I think I got to a point and I stagnated because I was like, oh my God, black girls can't get super famous or, oh, there's all these people who have these things because they're white and they aren't really doing anything special on the internet, whatever. But in reality, like, girl, let's look at my content. Am I doing the best I could do? Am I showing up? And then we saw a ton of black women blow up as creators and get to followings that I never could have imagined for them, let alone for myself. And I was like, wait, I've been arguing for this limitation and sticking in it and staying as a victim in this mindset that, oh, I can't be the next Alex Earl because I'm black. And that's just not healthy, babes. And so that combined with like things at at Wharton. So for example, I'm not super, or historically, I haven't felt comfortable doing math or in quantitative settings. I haven't always felt like I know what I'm doing. I don't feel confident in those areas. And so getting to Wharton, I was a little shocked by how much of it was going to be math focused and math based. And instead of going around telling everybody, oh, I suck at quant. Oh, I'm terrible at this. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. I switched to that mindset and I said, listen, I can learn new things. I can do new things. And every and it's, it's every day. It's every time I have a problem set. It's every time I'm in statistics class. I say, if I start to feel overwhelmed, I just go back to that like, my initial reaction is to go back to that like 10th grade me who was struggling in pre-calc and like 
feel so overwhelmed and felt so stupid surrounded by all my peers. But that's an old feeling. That's not what like my current reality has to be. So I switched it to saying I can learn new things. And even that has just made such a world of difference in my confidence, let alone it doesn't matter what the scores are or whatever. It's just like knowing I can learn something new instead of saying to myself, this is something that's impossible for me to do has helped me so much because I'm no longer arguing for why I can't have what I want. Because if I want something or I need something to get done, I don't necessarily want to be excellent at macroeconomics, but I'm going to be because that's what I need to do for the current state of my life right now. Knowing that I can change that perspective has been so game-changing for me. So to recap, I've done a ton of self-reflection and choosing myself this year. Start. It started with health and I started by deciding what I really wanted and allowing myself to really want those things instead of feeling bad about what I desire. And I did that by spending a lot of time with myself, by journaling, by doing lots of walks. And then when it was time to make decisions about what I needed to change in my life, I used data to make those decisions. Even with getting my birth control out, I said, I've been spotting for a year. I've gained 30 pounds over the past two years. I am clinically diagnosed with depression. So even though a doctor's looking me in the face and saying, keep this shit in your arm, I'm going to say no because I have the data to back up why I need to make this change. You can do that in friendships. You can do that with your jobs. You can do that with your family members. And then once you're doing that and you're struggling and you still feel like you don't know how to change or you can't get to that next level habit that you really want to get to, you got to stop arguing for your limitations. Ask yourself, Am I pulling myself back by saying, oh, I can't do this or by not allowing my identity to envelop this new personality that I really want to have? And by doing that, you can absolutely change your perspective and build this new self-confidence and self-worth that all of us are always looking for. I do want to say thank you guys for being there for me and for being so supportive. I only shared that little snippet about my breakup so that you all could have a little bit more perspective. But like I said, it's not something I'm going to be able to talk about for a long time. I'm holding back tears right now. So just keep that in mind. We'll maybe get to that place where we talk about dating someday, but not today. So if you guys could respect that, it would mean a lot to me. And we're going to chat soon. I'm in a really new time in my life. Everything's crazy. I'm in my party girl era. Things are taking off with two collective and it's a great time, but at the same time, mentally going through a lot. So I'm really proud of myself and choosing myself has been so amazing over this past year, but I'm not going to say it's easy. I know it'll be amazing. And in a year, I think I'll love my life more than I ever could have imagined. But at the same time, sometimes choosing yourself means letting go of things that you really do love. So I love you guys so much. I'll see you in next week's episode and chat soon.